The MLO Bros are proud to announce their January sponsor, Amy Watkins from Howard Hanna. Amy is a realtor for Howard Hanna and in just one year has achieved over $3.6 million in sales and placed 19 families in new homes. There is no stopping this happily married mother of two who lived in Canfield, Ohio for over 23 years. Make sure to like and follow Amy Watkins Realtor on Facebook. Her phone number is 330-774-4572. If you're interested in sponsoring the MLO Bros, message us now on Facebook. We have months available, but we are filling up fast. Thanks again for watching the MLO Bros. The following show features stupid opinions and ideas from two idiot brothers who probably did little research and practiced zero due diligence on the topic at hand. The MLO Bros' opinions do not reflect the views of their employer, guests, sponsors, families, neighbors, or pets. If you do not like what they are saying and don't agree with their views or opinions, don't watch the show. We can promise we do not care. Welcome to the worst show on the internet. As always, we're waiting on the doctor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's are. just like it's just like going to an appointment. Will you turn will you turn me a little bit? Yeah. It's, it's like just a, like going to the Poland uh, medical center. We're just, it's like, just like God, you just, yeah, on. waiting in the waiting in the wait room for <laughs> it's like hour and a half later of some waiting. Let's let's like, bring him on. Here he is. Here he is. Let's okay. bring on the doctor. Uh, first off, before we bring on Dr. Nino, everybody has to be respectful. Everybody has to be nice to one another. You can zoom me in. Yeah. Zoom me in. Get me closer. I want, I want everybody to see this beautiful mug. Uh, and thank you for watching, by the way. If you are watching, please like and follow us. That's our big thing. We're trying mm-hmm. to get to 5,000. Um, so please like and follow us on Facebook if you're watching. Okay. And also, think about us for financing. If you need a home loan, mortgage, we do mortgage refinance. MLS 562 please think of us. Give us a call. Refinance. A text. We'll beat any bank in town, especially that gaudy bank in Canfield with the big pillars. We have one in Poland, too, but. It's okay. Whatever. All right. Here we go. Let's bring on Dr. Rubino. We will hey, see you now, sir. Thank you. There you go. What's up? How are you? Not too much. How are you? Oh, we're doing good, man. We're in the studio. We were kind of waiting for you to come. Oh, I thought you got, you said uh, stream in that or was, whatever. Yeah, we were going to do that. And then we changed our mind because Isaac, Isaac's 10 day of quarantine's over. So, so my, my 10 day, my 10th day is officially today. Uh, but yeah. So, oh my bad. I thought we were we were streaming in. That worked. Yeah, it's all good. It's all good. You probably don't want to get near us anyways because we're questionably ill all the time, and his kids are always sick. Yeah, so. my kids are sickly. So, uh, anybody has comments, we'll try and get to them uh, as soon as we can in the comments. So feel free to ask questions. So let's just get a little summer here, Nino. Here we are, two years later, almost since right. the first time you had we we had you on the show. Um, I, I want to say he was like one of our third or fourth people to come on. Yeah, we were right in the middle of COVID. And yeah, we're still here two years later, man. What's what is going on out there? Um, you know, we get different variants. We get um, continued infections, which cause that, and um, it just keeps rolling. Are we ever going to be over this? Can you guys hear me, or what's going on? Yeah, yeah. yeah can, can you hear, hear us? You. Yeah, I can hear you fine. Oh, I thought it was yeah. me. Yeah, no. Are we ever going to be done with this? Oh, I thought something was going on there, and you were wondering if that was going to be done. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. COVID, no. COVID is never going to uh, happen. You know what? It, it it just depends. You know, if if it keeps 
we keep having variants like this, I don't think we're going to, but you know, the more variants you get, the weaker the virus gets. So if this continues and continues and the, the more it gets away from its original strain, then hopefully it'll be not as big of a concern. Um, so we'll see, you know, you, you, you look at this variant, which is pretty darn contagious and, and we're seeing that. I think you guys, you know, probably initially probably didn't have a whole lot of people that you knew had the virus. Now I'm sure, um, you know, everyone that's, that's had, you know, well, that's had it, you know, I mean, more and more and more people. So yeah, Shelby had it two weeks. Right. Yeah. Shelby yeah. had over the last two weeks. My, Shelby had it. My wife had it. I had it. Um, our whole sister dad. side of the family had it. My dad had it. Uh, uh, mom. People on it. Maggie's side had it. Yeah. And that's not even saying too, because, and I want to get into this testing still too. So, sure. um, like we were all around each other for Christmas. My dad gets it like a day or two later. Yeah. And then mom doesn't have it. She took the 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 PCR test or whatever. She took it is. PCR and the and the at home one. So she's negative. But she's they were both vaccinated five weeks ago, and that's right when the drop off starts to hit, so, right? With the, so that you you get your they had the uh, two shot routine, either Pfizer or Moderna. They had a booster, and then five okay. weeks later they got it. Well, so I, like- I, I think what happens for them is really they should have been at you know maximum coverage at five weeks after a booster. But yeah. with this new variant, it's changed so much. So you look at the initial group of variants, they were all pretty similar. Um, I think the Delta variant had like eight mutations on the spike protein. Okay. Now you look at Omicron, it has like 50 mutations on the spike protein. So I think the reason why they got infected despite a vaccine is because this variant is so different than the initial that you're going to have breakthroughs because... The, the vaccine now is not going to prevent it 95% of the time like it used to. It's going to prevent it yeah. maybe 70% of the time. So, But the reason you get a vaccine, again, is not to prevent you from getting the infection. It will do that a lot of times. As you found, you know, your mom didn't get it, but your dad did. But right. it stops you from getting extremely ill. That's the whole take-home of why to get the vaccine. It's not necessarily going to stop you from getting the infection, but it will stop you from getting very ill. Are you seeing that in your office? Are you seeing people who have the vaccine not as sick as people who don't have the vaccine that get it? Have you seen absolutely. that personally? You see that? Absolutely. And then, then their symptoms don't linger as long either. You know, you'll have people that have symptoms for weeks and weeks and weeks. And um, so they, yeah, they absolutely do not get as sick and they absolutely recover quicker. There's right, a bunch of studies that show that if you're vaccinated, you, you tend to shed, um, most of the time, if you're infected for five to six days to where if you're not, you end up shedding for about 10. Wow. We're gonna... mm. So if you're like I said, this might be a dumb question, but are you able to tell like people coming in? Are they still getting Delta and um, the new one or Omicron? Omicron? Yeah. So or is it there's no way to tell, right? I mean, they could have. We don't, old uh, one. I don't think testing in this area distinguishes once you test. And then, you know, they send those samples away and then the, the state tests them at their level. But what they are finding is like over 90% of all cases now are Omicron. And it's so much more contagious. I think what's going to happen is eventually they'll all be Omicron. But you, we, we can't tell when we test you. Interestingly, like right around Christmas time, they felt it was 92% then. So, you know, the antibody infusion we had at the hospital was mainly geared towards Delta. So they... They had uh, saw some studies that showed that that Regeneron infusion did not help for Omicron, so they suspended the antibody mm-hmm. infusion. 
program. And then like a week later, they found that the CDC thought, you know what, it's not 92%, maybe it's 50% of the people had Omicron and Del it didn't overcome Delta yet. So, um, but we're at the point now where I think the numbers I've caught up and it's about 90% Omicron. So you have to go based on that. You know, we don't really test to decipher each case. That's done later on. But right now they think it's about 90% plus. Um, getting getting the vaccine and, you know, there's a big government push. Get the vaccine, get the vaccine, get the vaccine. Getting the vaccine will slowly eliminate the virus or is it so out of control now? It's just you're not even doing it to stop the virus. You're just doing it to lessen the symptoms. Yeah, I think initially we probably could have done away with it if, if, if a lot of people were to got vaccinated when this first came out and we had the other variants. But now, you know, I don't know that we're going to get rid of it vaccine wise. But what the vaccine does, I mean, the healthcare system is completely stressed. Um, I mean, it's just we're at capacity. So what you what happens when you get the vaccine is you're going to not get as sick and you're not going to be in the hospital and you're not going to overload the system. And, right. um, you know, I, I don't know that our chances of getting rid of it now are are that great. And if, and if it does go away, I don't think it's going to be from vaccine. You know, this, this Omicron variant is going to spike and go really high. And then probably yeah. after a month or so kind of, kind of crash. That was, so my, that was my next is, question. Will the go other ahead. variants come out and will they be different and will people be able to get reinfected? So if that answer is yes, then it's going to go forever. And if not, then maybe we have a chance. Yeah. So it's basically going to be since the effectiveness of the, the booster and versus Omicron, it's not going to, everybody's basically going to get it then. Like you said, it's going to be a sharp spike and then it'll fade fast. Right. I mean, people with the, the vaccine can still not get it, but there's going to be more breakthrough. Yeah. The good thing is um, most of those people don't get extremely ill. Like it still prevents you from getting into the hospital more than 90% of the time. Yeah, our dad was boosted, got it five weeks later. He was but he's also 70 and a diabetic. He's 70 and a diabetic, but he he didn't do too 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 bad. Yeah. He was he was a couple days and then he was back on what, his feet. What are you seeing hospitalization wise? And I know this is just a small portion when we talk, you know, like your your I mean your practice and you got other doctors there. What are you guys seeing as far as hospitalization? as far as ICU with the, with the new variant, because that, that's a big thing too. You know, it's like, Oh, go ahead. Kind of like we said, we don't know exactly what variant is causing what right now, majority of it's Omicron, but majority of the people in the hospital now, I think um, have been there, you know? So I think there's probably 70 plus 80 people at each hospital with, with coronavirus. You know, a lot of those have been there, but I think the take home is, you know, number one, um, I think they said it was like right after New Year's, there was like 5,500 people in the hospital and 92.7 were unvaccinated. So that's a pretty high number. And then what we're finding new, the good thing with the Omicron is it's changed so much. It's mutated so much. You know, so you have your Delta, which is here and an Omicron is way up here, meaning so the antigenic drift is, is basically a word for how much has it changed. And there's a lot of change in there. So I think Delta had, like we said, eight eight mutations in the spike protein. This one has almost 50. So the good news is when it changes that much, although it's going to reinfect people and you're going to have more breakthrough infections, typically it's a little weaker. So studies have shown that this doesn't attack the lung as much. So it's causing less pneumonia, yeah. which is good. It's causing more bronchitis uh, than pneumonia. So I think 
I just saw a study yesterday that said that overall hospitalizations are, um, I think, down quite a bit, over 50% for this virus compared to um, Delta. So for Omicron compared to Delta. Interesting. Yeah, the hospitalizations were, were like a third, so 30 to 40%. Well, that's good then. So that's good. Well, that, and you'd almost you'd almost rather uh, this might be a stupid statement. You'd almost rather have everybody get Omicron then, so that they're able to fight it off more and get natural antibodies on top of if they're vaccinated or whatever, rather than getting well, Delta and die. It depends on your on your risk. You could still get severely ill from Omicron. It's just not going to be as as much as it was with Delta. So I don't know that I would still want to get it. I would still probably not want to get it. Okay. Yeah. Mr. Nab's been uh, aching at the bit over here. Here, start at the top. Go. Okay. Doesn't he, have so, a, he has a couple, doesn't he? Lee's, uh, this is Mr. Nab. Uh, Lee, he says, let's get it on. Uh, better late than never. Uh, TikTok, oh, he's talking about you coming into the, uh, into the going live there. Uh, Lee Nab. Okay. As the doctor, how is it possible that 75% of the people I know who have had uh, COVID have been vaccinated? And I have been to Dallas, Fort Worth, LA, Atlanta, DC, blah, blah, blah. No vax and probably max exposure. No COVID interiors of travel. Yeah, I mean, you've done a good job at avoiding it. And that's good for you. You know, I think, um, as we said, getting a vaccine is not going to completely prevent you from getting it. Um, a lot of times it will, but you can still get it. But the reason you get the vaccine is so you don't have in the hospital, you don't have on the ventilator. You know, we, we don't know. We, we know there's high-risk people that aren't going to do well, but there's a lot of people that aren't that high-risk that don't do well. So you don't and, know who that is. So I'm happy yeah. Lee has been able to travel and has done well. And, you know, he's not vaccinated. That's his, you know, choice. That's okay. And, and but, Lee. You oh, know, I, that's not always the case. So he's done a good job avoiding it. You know, we're going to find other stuff about this virus as we go on. Did he have some other coronavirus down the road that wasn't, you know, COVID-19 that gives him some protection. Maybe that's a fact. You know, we've seen studies that show if you've had previous coronaviruses, you're going to do better when you get this coronavirus huh. because you have some sort of antibody response. So is that the case? It could be. Does he have a really good immune system? It could be. Did he just do a good job and not come in with contact with anybody and wear his mask or not wear his mask but didn't see anybody? It could be. But that's great. Hey, go up to Lee's comment again. And and Lee, the other thing too, buddy, is uh, both of us, I, and I'll agree with you on this, we both complain about improper collection of statistics by the government in terms of COVID. And where's that 75% of people you know? Where's that Where's that number coming from? You keeping good documentation of that number or is that just seeing things because you want to see it? You know what I mean? I guess uh, my question to Lee would be of those 75% that were vaccinated that got the infection, how many ended up in the hospital and how many died? Yeah. That's the question that I think is important. Yeah. Robert says, Nino. <laughs> Hi, Robert. How are you, bud? Uh, let's see here. EJ, would it have been smarter to call this uh, COVID a shot, like the flu shot, rather than a vaccine? Probably. Yeah, I, mean, I huh? think it's kind of semantics. You know, I, I think um, a lot of people have said that. You know, I, I think what what the issue is early on, we have info that comes out and everybody throws out statistics, but they don't really explain them that well, you know? So when they came out and said this vaccine was um, 95% effective, you know, initially they felt if you, uh, you know, had the vaccine and you got infected, or if you were had the vaccine and were around people, you wouldn't spread, you know, they kind of everybody hung their hat on that. And really they should have probably yeah. come out and explained better. Like, Hey, so far, this is yes. what we know it might change. 
Um, this is not going to, you know, prevent it right away in a hundred percent. You still can get it. So I think regardless of what you called it, um, in medicine, I always say, you know, explanation's a big part of it. So whether it's you yeah. come yeah. to the doctor's office and see me or whether you have a new vaccine that comes out, I, I, I think the message probably could have been sent out a lot better. And that was yeah. to me where the fail was. Yeah, it started out as two shots and you're good and we're done and this is over. Yeah, and then it's right. two shots and you're protecting people. It's like, okay, it's, two shots and you're protecting yourself. It's the same stuff we deal with when we when we kind of harass the local governments around yeah. here and stuff. Sure. The communication, they don't no. they're not very good communicators. And it's from a national level all the way down, yes. like the government where they say stuff. And then they got to backtrack. And, and that only creates more mistrust. I agree with that. All yeah, right. I would so, agree. Uh, by the way, Nino, we have 100 people watching right now. Hi, everybody. Thank you for watching. Nino, you are always a big hitter. Did you ever <laughs> yeah, that? he is a heavy They're not hitter. here because of COVID, Nino. Yeah. Because of you. <laughs> it is amazing. Everybody watching, please like and follow the MLO Bros. We would uh, greatly appreciate it. Okay, here we go. Lee Nav. PCR cannot distinguish between this, the coronavirus and influenza. Is that true or false, Dino? That's false. Okay, that is false. And now, D, that's, not a You might see test. that on Facebook, but that's not true. Okay, not true. How many people base their vaccine decision on? Yeah, I've never heard that either, dude. You got to cite your sources there, buddy. Yeah, well, I mean, go ahead and pull that back up. Yeah, sure. So, how many people have based their vaccine decision based on results of the failed PCR test? That's a crock. So, you know. Let, let's and, and no offense to Lee, but this is what happens with this virus. People get their opinion, and just like politics, they run with it, right? Mm -hmm. So, no matter what you read, anybody could read something, and then if their opinion is this vaccine is terrible, these tests are terrible, it's a crock, then you're going to grab every little piece of information that kind of goes yep, with you're your, looking for it. your yeah. agenda, and you're going to run with it. So, mm -hmm. the truth is. That's not true. When you get a PCR test, you're testing for proteins on that virus. So absolutely, the PCR test can distinguish. And if you have any information otherwise, I'd love for you to send it to me. But it does not, it does not confuse coronavirus for influenza. Um, and nobody's basing their vaccination decision on a failed PCR test. They're basing their vaccination decision on 160 people in two hospitals, two full ICUs. I have a 27-year-old on an ICU downtown right now that's probably, you know, hanging on by a thread. So that's what people are based on their vaccine decision. Unvaccinated? Unvaccinated. No, was no, it no, their no, first no. time getting COVID? No, no, no. I can't say he was unvaccinated. He did have a vaccine long ago. He has multiple okay. risk factors. He had a Johnson & Johnson early on. So no dad. <laughs> I did get the I got the Pfizer booster though. So I got the Johnson and the Johnson, then I got the right. Booster. Is it, yeah, is it, it okay to mix and match Johnson. like that? What's that? Is it okay to mix and match like that? Like get Johnson and Johnson and then the Pfizer booster on top of it? It is. So with Johnson and Johnson, it had less effectiveness. So to to boost with the Johnson and Johnson, and especially when there's a little more side effect with it as far as it can provoke clots if you have a clotting, you know, propensity to clot. Yeah then you should boost with, with the mRNA vaccine because it's going to get you more antibodies and more coverage. Huh. Uh, I got the Pfizer one. So Johnson & Johnson, next day, knock me on my ass. Yeah. Pfizer booster, knock me on my ass. Did I mean, I? just asleep. Just, I mean. 
and then I woke up and I was fine. Yeah. So, all right, here we go. Uh, let's see here. I think more people would have been apt to get it if it wasn't called a vaccine. My opinion. It could be. I mean, I, I think since yeah. I think people think of of uh, you know a vaccine that is going to just prevent. You know, you look at people like the polio vaccine, right? Measles, mumps, rubella, polio. It prevents right. it completely. So. I think a lot of it has to do with politics. I think a lot of it has to do with, honestly, people just being unsure of something that came out so quick. I get that. You know? Yeah. Uh, Stephanie said it is not an inoculation. Hi, Steph. Uh, there's Pop, Dad, sore throat for two days. That's what he had. He sounded yeah. like crap. Though. He did. He was, he he was like beat. Crap. He can say it's two days. He was beat yeah. for two days if it was only two days. Yeah, Mom was when Mom's worried about him. Yeah. You know the problem. Yeah. He was, he was hurt. So, yeah. okay. Uh, Trent says last vaccine shot Pfizer April 25th, COVID first week of October. When do I get a booster? What does that mean? You know, a couple 90 days after your infection, you can get a booster. So you're, com- you're coming up on it, Trent. Uh, do you treat patients with anything? I do. So, you know, um, a lot a of people question. ask about ivermectin, <laughs> a lot of people will ask about hydroxychloroquine. We don't use those, you know, I mean, if you, you know, look at certain, you know, websites, they'll tout them and they'll say how great they are. And they they have worked in labs, but to get to a dose that's effective in humans, if you really look into it, you're going to have to get at a dose that's well above what's considered safe. So we usually treat symptoms. So Tylenol, ibuprofen for fever, congestion medicines, and then there is a monoclonal antibody treatment um, that we can give people that are higher risk at the hospital. So people that qualify. And really, if your BMI is over 25, which is a majority of people, you qualify. Um, so um, if you're higher risk, there's, you know, over 65 qualifies you. Over 55 with, you know, a couple medical problems or one medical problem like blood pressure or heart disease covers you. And if you just have a BMI over um, 25 and you're over 12 years old, you can get it. So I've been using monoclonal antibody treatments. Basically, they're antibodies derived by pharmaceutical companies that will help attack and fight off the virus. I think that's probably the most effective um and most reasonable treatment based on suffix profile while we're while we're on that topic too that uh, the question vicky asked there are some um very famous podcasters that got covid and then what they did was they had their doctor like kind of throw the kitchen sink at it whether it be ivermectin and monoclonal antibodies all these different things is it dangerous to like combine all that stuff and try and throw it that the virus like that? Well, I mean, obviously there's going to be interactions. I think you have to do what makes sense. Like hydroxychloroquine, yeah. you know, early on we used it. Did it help? Did it not? I mean, studies have showed really it didn't do a lot. Yeah. Um, it seemed like I had patients that did do well in it, but, you know, neither here yeah. nor there. Uh, ivermectin, I, I haven't seen a huge response. And I think to get the doses you need, like I said, you're going to have to take way more than you need. So I, I don't know that I would mix those two things when we know that the side effect profile at the dose you need really isn't great. But we do use antibiotics if symptoms persist. We do use steroids if people get short of breath. And a yeah. lot of times people will end up on a steroid and they'll end up on an antibiotic and they'll be on some medicines for congestion and then you sign them up for the antibodies. Um, so, yeah, you, you can definitely throw multiple things at them. Just, you know, paying attention to make sure they're not going to interact and cause issues. Okay. Uh, Lori says, sorry for, okay. She says, uh, Omicron are fairly regular symptoms. It depends on the person, right? We said that. Right. What we're finding is, you know, people will come call in and say, Oh, I have a sinus infection. Can you send me an antibiotic? And 
really I have them all test now because a lot of people have just mild symptoms and they do fine. You know, a lot of them are vaccinated and they get sick and they get symptoms. Even like if you had a previous infection like Isaac, I'm sure Isaac, you did way better this time. Oh, it was still, nothing. Right. Cause yeah. you still had some coverage from your first infection. So yep. a lot of people will just have sinus symptoms and they end up having the virus. So, you, you know, a lot of people will say, well, why test everybody? Because we're trying not to spread it to the entire yeah. you know school community, all that good stuff. So I think, so, right. You can have fairly regular symptoms if you've had an infection before, or if you've been vaccinated. Let's, yeah. Let's talk about the testing because that's kind of a thing right now. Yeah. Uh, you know, lines out the door last weekend, uh, in Youngstown or last week, and then uh, the Poland gave away the Poland residents. It was gone in like a half hour or five minutes. When, in your opinion, and these are all Nino's opinions for everybody watching, you know, he's, he's a doctor, smarter than us when it comes to this stuff, yeah. but, you know, still his opinions. When should we get tested and how should we get tested? Because you have the PCR test where you have to go in, and then you have these I, – I, the the home the home tests yeah right, the, the rapid test and the rapid, the rapid test, test. Yeah. so like accuracy of the rapid test versus the PCR when should I be like like today I had some anal uh your what I was an anal anal I was an anal drainage <laughs> sorry about that uh, I had some uh, nasal drainage <laughs> and like I'm immediately like oh my god I get any test and I have COVID like how do you distinguish when to go get tested, how to get tested, you know, all that stuff. I know that's a hard question, but well, and then we can talk I, I about anal, anal. If someone just has some sniffles and they're coughing, I don't necessarily think we need to test everybody. You know, if there's if there's fever, if there's aches uh, associated with it, typically your typical sinus infection is going to isn't going to give you a temperature, isn't going to give you you know achy muscles or significant fatigue. So if you start getting some of those symptoms, I think it's time to test. The issue is, you know, what's readily available. A lot of people don't want to go to an urgent care or go somewhere that's going to be an inconvenience to be tested. Um, you know, you could call the pharmacies like Walgreens or CVS and get signed up there, but sometimes their numbers are high as far as how many people they're testing. So the availability is not that great. So that's an option. Um, you know, there's places you can drive to get tested to that'll come out through the car. There's an urgent care um, that does it. And there's also, uh, I think Borman medical supply does it. So, you know, those are options. But if you have the at-home test, you know, those are good screening tests. The, the thing I always say about the at-home test is there is a higher chance of a false negative. So the false negative, depending on the test, is usually 10 to 15%. Um, so if those are positive, they're positive. You know, you have it, you know. Um, if they're negative, then you kind of have to say, okay, it's negative. I don't want to hang my hat on that. But, you know, if you if it's negative and you don't get better, then you go get the PCR test. Real, real fast. Real fast. There is a chance of a false negative with those tests. With the, the at-home test, test, correct. Yeah. But if test. you get a positive, it's more than likely you're positive. Right. Very low, typically. And that is and that is barely a line, right? If it's even showing anything at all. Correct. Right? It's positive. That's <laughs> Luke's just being annoying. But I mean it. The other thing too is the other thing too is what Shelby and I did because finding a test, finding a rapid test in Poland the past couple of weeks has been impossible. Anywhere, not just Poland. Shelby had Anywhere. to go to work and they required her to take a test. She was showing symptoms. We just assumed because family had it that she had it too. She right. eventually she she took the test like two days later, was positive, 
And then I had the exact same symptoms she had starting like a day later than her. So I just assumed I didn't even test myself. I just had the same symptoms as her, which was just a light head cold. So I just stayed home. I didn't even get right. tested yet, but I want well, to come probably, to blood work. Yeah, I mean, that, that's one of those things where you definitely, you definitely, you know, probably had it. So yeah, if your household, I mean, isn't it like 90% chance or higher than 90% chance if somebody in the household gets it, everybody's going to get it. So if they're for showing these, symptoms for, strain and for Delta, absolutely. Prior to yeah. that, I think it wasn't quite as bad, but um, yeah, absolutely. For the, for this strain, if someone in your household has a chance of you getting it pretty high. Yeah. All right. Let's go questions. You know, we're getting loaded up here. Um, when should you test with an at-home test after showing symptoms? Oh, we just went over that. There you go. How about being uh, after being exposed? Yeah. Like, I think a lot of people are around somebody. And then they're like, they I need tested. Symptoms, yeah. And they immediately get a test. Yeah. You're like, right. is, so, it, is that a waste? With Omicron, they're saying the incubation is like two to three days. So they're saying if you have no symptoms, test about three or four days outside or after uh, exposure. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... If you, um, so you're exposed, if you have symptoms after you're exposed, you test right when you have symptoms because you would expect you're sick then, you would be positive. If you have no symptoms, then you test, like I said, three to four days after. Exposure. Interesting. Okay. Everybody here, that's a good, that's a good one. Okay. So look, she says, what is the chance of me getting exposed yesterday with a child climbing all over me and sitting on my lap? who tested positive today. So she'd want to wait until she has symptoms or three or four days later. Correct. There you go, Tracy. Wow. MLO bros. Good chance you're going to get it though, Tracy. It, yeah. Little kids <laughs> climbing all over it, you. MLO bros. Yeah. Making a difference. Answering questions. All right, here we go. Uh, are there any new vaccines in the pipeline that pro- provide you coastal, oh gosh, immunity? I believe immunity. there's one vaccine in the pipeline that's supposed to uh, provide mucosal immunity from what I understand. I don't know how closely it is to being out, but what about a treatment that could be given out early, like as soon as like a pill immediately? So there so is that... a pill that's come out. So there's a yeah. new approved pill. Uh, it's called Paxlovid. Is it Pfizer? And it was just approved that Pfizer makes it, I believe. No shit, it was Pfizer. Of course it was Pfizer. <laughs> right, right. So there's yeah. two. There's two uh, drugs, and it's kind of like uh, the same type of thing as Tamiflu. It's twice a day for five days. There's uh, three pills you take twice a day for five days. And it's supposed to decrease severe, severe illness by 90%. The problem right now is just supply of that and availability yeah. of it. From what I understand, the hospital is going to be getting um, a supply, and then we will be able to prescribe. But we haven't gotten any information on that yet. But, yes, there is a pill. Um, and I think that's a game changer because it's going to treat every, you know, it's going to treat this variant. It's going to treat, um, Delta. It's going to treat them all. Yeah. To me, that's a game changer because you, even if you don't want to get vaccinated, you're completely against it. If you can just pump out these pills, then either, or it's cool moving on. That's the way I, that's the way I look at it. Uh, thank you, Dr. Ravine, uh, Ravino. Good to see you. That's Doreen. Good to see you too, Doreen. Thanks. Are these your patients? A lot of these people. I know Doreen from the hospital. She worked at the See, hospital when I was a resident there I, and just running me, around seeing her there. Nino, She's Nino great. You have always, he pulls people. I love it. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> the misinformation uh, and those who confuse personal agenda versus science and fact is where all went to the wayside. Social media and media as a whole. Hey, watch uh, Isaac and I disagree. Nino, have you seen? Uh, have you seen I agree the movie? with that. Have you seen the movie uh, Don't Look Up? 
No, I haven't. You can watch that one. Okay. Because that's uh, it's about conspiracy theories in the government and, and misinformation. Well, I do think he's right, though. I mean, there's been a lot. This has been, you know, I can't tell you how many people that I say, hey, you know, they're saying, I'm not getting the vaccine. Why are you not getting the vaccine? I don't like Joe Biden. Well, I don't know how big of a fan of Joe Biden I am, but I still got the vaccine, you know? So honestly, that, that's the answer I get a lot. He's forcing wow. me to get it. And I'm not getting it. I'm thinking, oh, that doesn't make much sense. Yeah, people don't make any sense. Okay, Bo Weaver. Hey, Bo. Hi, Bo. Uh, hi, doctor. Thanks so much for taking all our questions. Is it logical to think that a weaker, more contagious coronavirus is exactly what we need to get to the Herd immune? Yeah, yeah, Bo, you're on, you're on yeah. track. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's definitely logical. So the question will be, um, if it's weaker and we all get it and, you know, the hospitals aren't full and people don't die, that's great. And if we don't get another variant in the time where that thing can rev up and come back down, then I guess it's possible. It's not. I think it's logical to think that way. Is yeah. the, the question is, is what will happen? Will another variant come? I guess there's a variant in France now, so I don't know how much different it is. We don't have much information on it, but we'll Is see. it a better chance of – there'd be a better chance of it mutating – and getting not as bad rather than ramping back up again, right? Right. So what, what's happening with this virus as it's mutating is it's way more contagious, but it seems to be less lethal. So more people can get it, but it's not going to kill you, and it's going to cause less severe illness. Like what, I said before. Does it continue in that direction, though, or yeah. can it switch? Yeah. Could we, no, could it we should. Typically, the more it changes, the weaker it gets. Okay, okay, more mutated. Yeah, because I was gonna say, what if it mutates? Like that's like it gets worse. We've watched too many movies, you know, where right. you're like, okay, oh my god, it mutated, and then like everybody's dead. Yeah, and like it's killing ten percent yeah, of the population exactly. or something. Like yeah. you got yeah. the bubonic plague or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, usually it'll continue to get less severe. Okay, well that's good. Yeah, I've watched way too many scary movies. Okay, uh, let's see the here. CDC has deemed that test questionable. questionable. I'll get the source. We'd love. I'd like to see the source. The PCR test. I don't probably probably only questionable when you when you test and it has something to do with uh, getting the getting it after you're uh, not vaccinated or something. I, I would like to see. So the, the, you're going to have false negatives and false positives of any test. That's the questionable part, but it definitely is going to distinguish between flu and coronavirus. Yeah, there you go. Uh, you know what they say about opinions. Yep, and yeah, Modern has one. Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, follow Absolutely. the science, folks. Uh, I would agree with that. Facebook doctors, Twitter scientists, and Instagram <laughs> epidemiologists all all came out of the matrix over the last two years. When you say blue pill, red pill, yeah, I agree with that. Uh, Doctor Nino, uh, thank you, Doctor Nino, for being uh, so informative and transparent, as well as professional, well handled. The nation. You're welcome. Thank, thank you. Uh, well played, Isaac. Well played. I, I don't I don't know know. We're, we're backed up right now. Uh, okay, here we go. I saw an article uh, of. Uh, out of Pittsburgh to mention Florona having the flu and COVID at the same time. Is this a real thing? It is. It's it's not a, a separate virus, but people, you can get, in, if you're exposed to flu and coronavirus, you can get both. And yeah. that really goes for any type of infection. You know, you can have strep throat and you can have mono at the same time. So Florona basically is someone who's been exposed to both. And uh, gets both. I've had I've had a couple of patients with flu. Have AA. you had anybody, Nino? Have you had anybody get the uh, stomach flu in Corona? Coronavirus does affect your stomach. You can get nausea, and vomiting, and diarrhea uh, with it. 
they call that one the poo rona <laughs> i had i had a bad sinus infection about three weeks ago and then it led right into the covid right after it and i was just I'd like exhausted i'm so tired of well there sick. there is a stomach flu going around right now too correct you know correct because i'll tell you my whole freaking family had it it was nasty cool yeah. so all right let's see here uh i was i uh nicole says hi nicole mm-hmm. i was diagnosed with influenza b uh and COVID at the same time on november 30th and i just read this myself so she had florona florona oh, yep. so but what basically what it is is you're exposed to both and you get both which you, you know wow. if you're healthy and you have a good immune system you're okay if not <laughs> did you did you catch <laughs> something for the pineapple in your bath <laughs> session anal i don't know i've been i've been not feeling well since i took a bath with that pineapple did you see did that you video put the, uh, yeah. dealer jacket on the pineapple no, I did not, Nino. You know, you no. did you see the video of uh, me taking a bath with the pineapple? It's pretty, pretty entertaining. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. If you haven't seen the video, uh, it's on our Facebook page, everybody. Go, it, it, there's a pineapple going around real quick while we have Nino on our own waste of time. People are putting this giant pineapple up. It's like a stuffed animal all over Poland. Watch the video, it's it's, it's freaking insane. Sarah, that was a good question, though. Don't go down, go down. Uh, I'm so one? sorry, yeah. No, you're you're don't don't apologize, Sarah. That was a really good question. What's she apologizing for? I'm so sorry you experienced the double. Oh, whammy. she's talking about the double uh, the fluorona. Anal drainage, Luke. Oh. I know. I said the wrong word. Good lord. I, I'm not experiencing anal drain, drainage right now. Oh, if I was, I go see Nino. He can check my anal. Oh my god, next, next comment. Oh no. Next question. You know what's good for you know what's good for that, Luke? Ivermectin. I've read. <laughs> is that really pinworms? Is that what you get anal leakage from? Well, anal pinworms leakage? are when you have worms coming out of your anal out area. Of your butt. Yeah, oh. animals, animals have that. Animals what get is the world? Okay, that's enough of this. I'd rather talk about fluorona. Uh, Sarah, yes, it was tough. I believe the vaccine made it less hard, but man, it was rough. Of course, I got both. I'm an overachiever. Uh, let's see here. We're going to watch what we're saying here. Okay, here we go. Question from uh, Bob. Hey, Bob. Uh, having recovered from COVID-19 and also vaccinated, do multiple exposures to COVID-19 make your immune system stronger or does multiple exposure wear your immunity down? Uh, it'll give you more more um, immunity, so it'll make it stronger for coronavirus in the future. So you yeah. have basically natural immunity and immunity from your vaccine, so you should yeah. have even more coverage. So, so it boosts it. It's stronger. Correct me if I'm wrong here. The best thing that could happen to somebody who's older, like my dad, who's 70, he gets the booster. And then five weeks after getting the booster, he gets COVID. That's like the best thing that could happen because his system's ready for it. And then now he has natural as well, natural immunity as well as the vaccine. Is that true? Well, or- I think it's as long as you recover it's probably the best thing ever you know i, I don't know yeah. if i call it getting you don't want to try but like what if he what if he was exposed to it like a couple months down the road and he was bad now what if he died then you know well typically you're going to have coverage for a good five months six months so i still think he would have done well he could have got so as the immunity wanes you get more um breakthrough infections but you'll still do pretty well okay so i think it's good because now he has natural immunity he has immunity from the vaccine so he's going to be covered and basically it showed that if he has you know other coexisting medical problems that make him higher risk that and he did well with it i think it's going to you know obviously it worked and now you know he has right. more immunity because he has natural immunity um 
let's uh getting your insight okay love getting your insight thanks is, is it logical to think that a week or more contagious virus might actually be oh dude you guys just said that mm-hmm. there you go yeah yeah you guys are jumping the questions here oh, okay yeah. here we go ask the second part second rapid proved negative this is the, what we were talking about yeah so nina what happened was we had a family member okay yes took uh before christmas the day of christmas took her the family had COVID over like a like over a month or two you know it, it kind of went through the family one person left didn't have it they took a test they took the rapid at home test it came back positive little light the line and then a real light another line but it was positive right any line then positive. took correct the rapid test again and it was negative same and day. then they same, same day same day and then they took another rapid test and it was negative so what the family is claiming though is it wasn't they weren't reading the test within the time window so like you're supposed to read it 10 to 15 minutes after you take it or whatever well they waited a little bit longer than that so they were saying it was an inconclusive test so we had one positive and two negatives yeah i think a positive is a positive Okay, just let's move on to the next question. I do because you can have false negative. Yeah, usually when when they're positive, it's like ninety nine percent when they're negative. Ninety nine percent positive. Yeah, and you could hit that fifteen to twenty percent or whatever it is. Yeah, for two negative tests in a row, just roll. It's rolling dice. Yeah, and then PCR. If she would have taken that PCR test, I bet she would have been. She would have been hot every single time. Three days later, everybody in our family. My dad, Shelby, my sister, me, we all got COVID right. three, three days, days after later, dinner. Yeah. I rest my freaking case, Your Honor. Thank you, Dr. You know what, hey, wait a second. If you want to really know, have him get an antibody test in four weeks. You'll know. Yeah. I'm not oh, right. that's a good idea. Have have her take an antibody I test. Mean, that's a You know, you guys, you know how they have baby pools? You could do the corona pool. Everybody yeah. put their money on, see oh, what side, it, it go was ahead and get your debate, test. You know, it, it was a heated family debate, trust me. But I, think, I know I'm sticking to my I gun. think she got the booster or something now, too, though. So I, there is no you know, I think I don't know that you want to cause trouble, but that'll be the way to find out. But a positive is 99%. So she could have taken two tests in a but row. But won't you show antibodies? Won't you show antibodies if you if Perfect. you got vaccinated? Though there's a blood test that'll kind of distinguish because you show spike protein antibodies. So we do a different yet. test to check They'll for vaccination. They will never response. take that test. They never. will never give her that test. Next question. Moving along. Uh, if someone has it in your household, should the entire household, for argument's sake, quarantine and wait for wait to test later? Or those who don't have it or show symptoms go about normal? See, that's a good question, too, Nino. So I one, didn't. I one person it gets it in the house, mm-hmm. and then you're there, and you don't show symptoms. Like... I think there's rules. Isn't there five days or something like that? So the current recommendation is if if you've had a prior infection, then for 90 days, you don't have to quarantine when you're exposed as long as you have no symptoms. If you have symptoms, then you should test PCR tests preferably and yeah. quarantine until you get those results. If you are unvaccinated and have never been exposed or, or I shouldn't say exposed, if you're unvaccinated and you haven't been infected then you should quarantine for 10 days from your last exposure wow and if you're vaccinated then you if you have no symptoms it's the same thing as if you had infected within the first 90 days if you're vaccinated and you're exposed and you have no symptoms you don't have to quarantine if you have symptoms then you should test 
Now, if you're worried about being an asymptomatic carrier, again, you test after like four days. Now, uh-huh. the caveat I give is, you know what, if you're exposed and you have no symptoms and you're going, you want to be around people, just wear a mask. Yeah. It just makes sense to me. I, uh, my totally non-scientific way of approaching my wife getting COVID <laughs> was I went and immediately made out with her so that I would get the, cause I'm worried that I'm going to, I know I'm going to get it anyways. So I might as well just embrace it and then start the clock. Right. That's the way, that's the way I looked at it. Positive test, honey. Get over here. Get over here. I want to, I want to stay inside for the least amount of time possible. Uh, let's see here. Uh, proud to have Nino as my doctor. Oh, Marianne thanks, Marianne. I appreciate your help. Thank you very much. Uh, hypothetically speaking, uh, would a sinus-like infection, slight fever, a headache, tiredness likely be COVID in a vaccinated person, Jim? Or uh, so pretty sure I have 100% a chance of getting it. Sure. So with those symptoms, you know, he has sinus-like infection, but he has a fever. He has increased fatigue. So I would test Jim. Curtis just asked Dr. Dr. Rubino are zebras black with white stripes or white with black stripes (laughs) both (laughs) exactly Exactly. that is a great question for the doctor Curtis thank you Uh, hi doc glad to see see, uh, you are healthy hi Sonny doing good over here I'm glad you're doing well Uh, Tracy Hively feelings on masks even being vaccinated so I think you know before, when we didn't have as many breakthrough infections, you know, I was a little more comfortable walking around without a mask. Now we have Omicron. There's a lot of breakthroughs because it has definitely changed. And, you know, with this variant, like I said, has a lot of antigenic drift. So it's changed a lot from the Delta. And because of that, we're seeing a lot of breakthroughs, whether you're vaccinated or not. So I feel like if I'm in a store, if I'm in a crowded area, I'm wearing a mask because I think it decreases my chance of getting it. And even if I were to somehow get it, it's definitely going to help me from spreading it. So with this new variant, it's more contagious. People are getting breakthrough infections. I, yeah. I think wearing a mask, being vaccinated is a smart thing to do when you're in a big crowd. You got to figure too. Like Nino, I'm sure you take all kinds of precautions at work. He has the like, immune system of a like god. A walking, he's like a walking possibility of a coronavirus spreader. Well, I'm sure your his immune system, like like a teacher's immune system, would probably be through the roof. Like can take on any yeah. virus ever. And you were like, I mean, you know, you're in like full guard. Why well, I, I wear a mask, and uh, I bought a bunch of these snap up paper guns a long time ago, so I'm just gonna yeah. use them till they're out. So I yeah. am, and I wear a gun, and I wear a mask. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Uh, okay. Lee Naps says Reuters, July 29th, 2021. CDC recommended the PCR test should be phased out at the request of the FDA. In order to test, to in order to a test that can facilitate the diagnosis of both viruses, I'll have to look that up, Lee. I'm not sure. Reuters. Okay, I got it. We'll look that both up. Vi- yeah. So bring it up with flu. Well, versus yeah. versus COVID. Yeah. I'm not reading that all now, but we'll we'll take a look at it. So, Lee. Yes, I mean, there's the there's respiratory panels. Thank you. There's respiratory panels that will break down, and it's a PCR test. It'll break down every virus. So there's tests for parainfluenza, influenza, coronavirus, yeah. all the different subsets of coronavirus. So I'd love to see It'll that. It'll be able to that, test that it can't distinguish each one because that's not a truthful yep. statement. Chris Haas, what's up? Hi, Chris. Thanks. I don't know why you said thanks, but you're welcome. Uh, my mod- my daughter just had both, Florona. Right, you uh, can definitely get both. 
That's crazy. Uh, the, the great TP shortage of 2019-2021. Poor Rona. Poor Rona. Poor Rona. That's it. The, the new TP shortage are tests, right? Yeah, that yeah. is. Yep. Uh, I mean, which is right? way Thanks, more understandable Jason. than toilet paper. Yep. Uh, Donna. Hi, Donna. Uh, if someone 18 years old had COVID twice, would you still recommend the vaccine? So if they've had it twice, they have pretty darn good coverage, you know. So I, I think you, if you're hesitant about giving an 18-year-old a, vac- a vaccine and they've had it <laughs> twice, they probably have some pretty good natural immunity. I would base it on their risk factors and how much they're exposed. So I'll, I'll, let's I'll say ask. let's say they have, uh, you know, they're high risk, right. uh, decreased immune system, a lot of medical problems, uh, travels a lot, is exposed all the time then, you know, I would probably consider the vaccine at that point. If it's an otherwise healthy 18-year-old, they've had it twice, they've handled it good twice, they have, you know, two sets of natural antibodies. If you're concerned about the vaccine, I think that, in my what, opinion... What, a, what about a 27-year-old? I'll so, ask, because I know you're going to ask it. What about a 27-year-old that got it twice? <laughs> named I, named Isaac Schuster. That's also your patient. <laughs> That's also your patient. <laughs> right? You know, honestly, if you've had it twice and you've done okay with it, you have some antibodies, you're going to have... Oh my God! Here, Luke, I found something under the table for you. Hold on. You're gonna, <laughs> you're gonna have coverage. You know those antibodies from your infection are gonna help you if you get it again. So there I mean, go. you know, I think it's okay for you in this situation not to get it. However, antibodies from your first infection are gonna wane, and antibodies from this infection are gonna wane. So part of an answer to Donna and Isaac's question both are how long will you have that immunity? So. At some point, after about a year, after about a year and a half, you're not going to have that immunity anymore. So I think it's okay to hold off in the short term, but long term, if this is a thing that gets out of control and continues and continues, you're going to want to consider getting the vaccine down the road as your immunity wanes. There you go. I am sacrificing myself. You're going to be like Isaac and get it twice. I am sacrificing myself to be the control group. And (laughs) so far, my antibodies, as we tested them, Dr. Nino, in your office, Right. They they were they were after five months six months they were what thirties in the thirties right. whatever that means yeah. in antibodies then they went down at like eight months to to twenties and then I got COVID again which it wasn't bad at all this you time like super right so I want to get tested again and see where I'm at as soon as possible and see where my antibodies are now see where he is? so you should wait till four to six weeks after your second infection and then we could try it. All right. Okay. I am wasting body. a lot of money on this stupid blood work, no, just so no, everybody knows, but it's science. for science. Uh, real fast, before we uh, keep going here, uh, while everybody's on, before we hit 10 o'clock, tomorrow at 1 o'clock, we are at Fo Fo LV in Boardman. there, Nino? Faux LV. I've never eaten there. Pretty Vietnamese. good. Have you been there? Uh, we don't know. We're going tomorrow. I've uh, had it. I've had it a couple of times. It's fantastic. Three Guys Eating Lunches or other podcasts we do with uh, Realtor Steve Gates. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can like it on Facebook. We're going to eat live. We, we put the spread out on the table, Nino. We order all kinds of food, and it's amazing. It's a good time. So, I like it. And then Saturday, Saturday, Nino, did you ever go to a Phantoms game? Oh, yeah. We are going to with the Phantoms game. Behind the scenes. Six, uh, six o'clock, we're going to go live behind the scenes. Uh, and they're going to give us a tour behind the scenes while we're live on Facebook. Uh, Nino, guess what? I got us lined up. There might be a Zamboni ride. I'm gonna ride on a Zamboni. Awesome. <laughs> Great. And it's also it's also two dollar pint night too. So if anybody wants oh. to come hang out with us, so we're doing the tour and then we're gonna go 
-hmm. at seven o'clock we're watching the game. We'll be there live drinking. So come find us if you're going to the Phantom. Do you think they'll let us do the Zamboni before two dollar pint night starts? Oh yeah. No, I wanna I wanna go out on the Zamboni. Do you think they'll let us do like the Jack and Rose on the front of the Zamboni (laughs) while we're I'm sure I don't see why not. I, I Until we, we fall off and we get run over. By that's a lot of weight on a Zamboni, so, too. So that's, uh, yeah, so those are two things coming up. And, uh, again, all right, let's keep going. Sorry, I had to do my quick advertisement, Nina. No, that's all right. Uh, Bob Dutton, but it does wear down multiple – we're down with multiple exposures to patients. They're talking about that. Okay. Any new research on parasmia treatments? Yeah, there really isn't a bunch. So people have talked about – you know, essential oils and trying to, I, I think there was something traveling on Facebook about brown sugar and an orange and all that stuff. Nothing is really shown to really be that effective on getting your smell back. Oh, um, Nino. Yes. I got my smell back. So I had a weird smell issue where I was smelling like onions, uh, meat, meat and, and it all smelled like rotting, right? Right. I get COVID the second time. I don't know if it's timing or what. I get COVID a second time. It's gone now. Every oh, My smell's back to normal. You know, it's interesting. It's too, even when people get, so a lot of people that have had coronavirus, they have a lot of their long hauler symptoms. This yeah. is before the vaccine came out and then they got the vaccine and a lot of that stuff improved. So it's kind of interesting. That's so weird. Um, Dude, I don't know. I don't so know weird. I have a scientific reason for it, but. Oh, wow. Mike, Mr. Seville. What is the consensus on how long the Moderna vaccine lasts? No booster, just the double tap. So um, I've seen multiple things. They say one of the studies I saw that seemed to be pretty large was at eight months out, um, you had about a 20 to 30 percent breakthrough rate. And at 13 months out, it was more like 40 to 50 percent breakthrough rate. Wow. So So that's why they recommend the booster. Yeah, right now they're saying six months, but I think as long as it's six to eight, you should be okay. How long can one test positive after having COVID? There's two tests, right? Yeah, so the PCR test, you can test positive for up to 90 days. So we usually we don't keep testing. A lot of people will want a negative test before you go back. The antigen tests, I guess, when they're negative, you're supposed to not be uh, contagious any longer. But um, I usually just, we know that after 10 days, the virus doesn't replicate, so you're not contagious. So I usually don't recommend retesting because you could test for a PCR for three months. Okay. Hmm. Dr. Rubino, after having influenza and COVID, also known as Florona, at the same time, November 30th, since then I have phantosmia, where I smell things that aren't there. I have yes. a smoke smell. Smoke smell. It is awful. awful. That's exactly right. I've read trying to... Ret- I've tried to uh, train my olfactory system with essential oil scents, which is currently trying daily. Do you have any other patients with this? Any suggestions? Nicole, I had the same thing and it's weird. Everybody says it's something different. Mine was like, it smelled like rotting, like rotting, like animal. That's part of the coronavirus effect of your smell. Yeah. With onions, chicken. Uh, There's nothing really that's proven to help. So really we just give it time until it fades and, Unfortunately, there's no fix for that. Dude, it was so weird. It was like, you know when you go to the beach and you smell that like rotting yeah, fish like, smell? Like the thing's going out. Yeah, well, like I went to the out. beach. Yeah, you could smell it. Like, yeah. I went to the beach this year in the summer, and all I smelled was that weird Ew. COVID smell. Ew. It was like totally morphed my – it was so weird. Uh, Chris Haas says, hey, guys, thanks for your – hey, you are welcome, Mr. Haas. 
I if I go buy a car, I'm gonna go see Chris. By the way, yes. Uh, let's see here. Uh, thanks for the in. Uh, thank you for the info, Doctor. Absolutely. My friend Steph says so. If I'm vaccinated, this virus is weakening and less likely to hospitalize me and my kiddos. I guess I'm wondering why masks. If it's mimicking a sinus infection, cold as something we don't mask for. When do you think we'll ever be unmasked? So I think at this point, you know, we're learning a lot about the virus. We're learning a lot about the Omicron variant. It seems to be less potent, but I think it's still going to cause some people to get really sick. So, you know, you hate to, to, to do all the stuff just in case, but a reason to do it is just in case, you know, um, yeah. it's kind of like just, we said about the initial vaccine info and then the vaccine kind of changed as the variants came along. We know that it's less um, severe, but we still, only have about three months worth of data. So it's good that we're seeing less people hospitalized. It's good that we're seeing less people die, but there's still a lot more that we're going to learn from this. How much long-term effect is there? You know, we don't know about long hauler type syndromes, people that have a lot of symptoms that go on for months after the infection just yet on this. Um, we're going to know a lot more about it probably in the next several months. So I think, you know, you, you, you cover because if you're that small percentage that don't do good, then it's not not a good situation to be in. So that's why I think we still take precaution. Now, will it eventually, will we have no masks at some point? Absolutely. I think we will. The question is when, you know, I think two years ago, if you told me, I'd say about by this time, we'll be fine. Now here we are sitting in the middle of another, you know, large spike. So, you know, I think in the next year or two, we should be in a much different place. Um, you know, eventually it's going to get weaker. It's going to be kind of be like the flu. <laughs> You, you said and that two. You, you said that two years ago on the podcast, <laughs> right? Yeah. And here we are. <laughs> all right. Let's so, see here. I think we're going to be in a spot where we're not wearing masks all the time. Just don't know when. Right. But aren't vaccines wane? Are the vaccines waning? The power of them. Correct. That's why we're getting boosters. Ah, there you go. Uh, not anti-mask. No, that's a legit question, Steph. Oh, I understand. That's a great question. Listen, yep. I don't want to wear a mask anymore either. Um, you know, I have young nieces and nephews. They text me all the time. Like, when is this going to be over? Um, I want to be able to hang out with my friends and be normal again. And I think everybody feels that way. So I, I get it. I think, but just answering the question, the reason I think we do that is just because we don't know a lot as far as hundred percent what the ramifications are getting the infection. So I think you just take every precaution while we're still figuring some of that out. It's good so far and promising that it seems weaker, but I wouldn't hang my hat on anything just yet because things right. have changed. Uh, before and then it may change again you know as far as what we know steph let me just say how dare you uh <laughs> how dare you um how, how dare stirring, you have... stirring the pot and creating fear of taking vaccine is all you're doing uh no, i'm just kidding stephanie i'm just kidding <laughs> oh she just freaking rolled her eyes at you thanks nino for all the great information hi ronnie uh, you're welcome Maddie says, would you recommend boosting a person that has had tests to see if they had antibodies and that test showed they had a very strong immunity? My question is, why are we pushing people to boost without checking first to see if antibodies are sufficient? Why boost when doesn't need boosted? Some would say that antibodies aren't aren't a good indication of I'm gonna, if... I'm going to let Dr. Nito answer that question. That's, Go what, ahead, my, that's what my... We don't know the exact, you know answer as far as what number of antibodies is high immunity versus not but if you have a previous infection you have a large amount of antibodies then yeah you're going to have some coverage and if you don't feel you know necessary for you to get uh, a boost in your immunity 
with a vaccine, then I don't think you have to. I mean, I, I think, again, I would say, are you high risk? Um, do you have any issues that are going to make you more susceptible to have a severe infection? If your immune system's compromised, if you're high risk at that point, it might be a good idea to boost your immunity because studies have shown if you get a vaccine on top of your own natural immunity, you're less likely to get reinfected and have severe infection. Now, with that said, if you're young and you have a lot of antibodies and you have good immunity and you have low um, risks and the, and the chance of you getting really ill or low, then then why why not just kind of roll with your natural immunity? I would just pay attention to it, check it, for, you know, periodically, and once it starts to wane, then you have a decision to make. But yeah, you're 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 right. I mean, if you have a lot of immunity and you're young and you have no risk factors, yeah, like you know, you then you would so question annoying. why why get a booster. You are so annoying, Luke. Like, just admit, that, <laughs> just most, admit. You know, he's the most annoying person. I've just ever admit heard. that psychologically, we're at the point right now where it's like we're on a bridge and you jumped off the bridge and you just want me to get vaccinated so that. I, I can you can say I, was, I did it. You should do it too. That's what it is psychologically want, for you. I just want you to keep getting COVID. That's what I want. I, well, I, Isaac I is good for ninety days, but at some point, you know, it's gonna <laughs> decrease. I, and... I hope this thing mutates, and you're just like you're screwed. You're hiding at home. I think um, if it mutates, my natural immunity will help me survive through I, it. To prove a point, I would be willing to wipe out a lot of people just to get you, like, just to prove that <laughs> you should got the vaccine. All right, sorry, Nito. Uh, brothers bickering over here. Um, I saw something somewhere that the supplement alpha lipoic, I hate these words, lipoic acid is supposed to help. There's all kinds of vitamins that are, are supposed to help. You know, alpha lipoic acid has been found to have some benefit. The big ones we typically do are um, vitamin D, vitamin C, zinc, melatonin. Those are the, the big four that uh, I think have been found to help the most. I take all those because my doctor recommended it. <laughs> Your doctor recommended it. My doctor recommended uh, it. Janice says, I had COVID in October 2020. I still s- cigarette smoke, too. I still yeah. smell cigarette smoke. That's a weird one. Unfortunately, that's that's not uncommon for people to have issues with smell and taste still. Um, that's, that's, yeah, I guess that's... time will tell if there's anything we can do. Is vertical a known side effect to COVID? Yeah, so uh, you can have vertigo for multiple reasons. One of them is labyrinthitis, so you get inflammation of the – so the, the labyrinth is the uh, basically the vestibular apparatus in the, in the inner ear that gives you your balance. So when that gets inflamed, you can have uh, issues with vertigo. You can get vestibular neuronitis, so the nerve to that apparatus gets inflamed. I've had several people who've had vertigo for a long period of time similar to the issues with taste and smell. So that is not quite as suck. Yeah, I've had people that, really be debilitated. That have you ever had vertigo? Yeah, it's awful. Dude, it's horrible. Yeah, that you can't even happen. walk. Like uh Linda Kapler says, if you got the JJ vaccine, which booster would you get? Uh I would recommend Moderna on top of J and J. You can get Moderna or Pfizer. Um if you look at studies, Moderna has shown to just last a little longer and give you a little more boost. Over two. It's like my fantasy you're, football. You're fine with the Pfizer. You're fine with Pfizer boosting, but that's just my opinion based on the data available. Uh, you should have uh, consulted your doctor. I, 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 I text Nino so Thank much you. about that. Like, I know. I got him on speed it's, dial now, too. Yeah, it's terrible. Uh, I just love, I try and save my text messages for my kids. Like, <laughs> whatever, like, hey, uh, Ben just swallowed something. Yeah. That's what I do. Uh, I, I just love uh, all your honesty and information. Best doc, hands down. Oh, thanks, Tom. Um, hey, Luke. By the way, I saw Ben today. He told me you slammed his arm in the fridge. Good job. 
<laughs> You're a monster. <laughs> social, social services. No joke. No joke. He comes in and I said, hi, Ben. How you doing, buddy? Good. Do you have any problems? My arm hurts. I said, what happened? I was trying to get something out of the fridge. My daddy closed the door in my arm. <laughs> the, uh, the best part hilarious. about Ben, like he has, did he bring Doctor Nino in to show you? Oh yeah, he is hilarious. He has this little Love guy, him. little Lego guy. He calls him Doctor Nino. Nino. That's awesome. Like, hey, what are we like? What are you? What are you doing today? He's like Doctor Nino's riding the train. Yeah, <laughs> like a superhero. That kid is a walking sickness too. Yeah, at all times. Uh, all right, let's see. What about long haulers with side effects, if any, from the shots? Is there any long shots? You're the shots? You know, I haven't seen any long hauling type side effects from the shot. The big thing you're going to read or, or hear about is number one, blood clots. Number two, um, cardiomyopathy, you know. So I think people that are, you know, have clotting disorders that are at risk, some of the shots, particularly J&J, you know, could could uh, precipitate clots, you know. So if you have a history of clots, I wouldn't get the J&J vaccine. Um, and then what about myocarditis? Yeah, so myopericarditis, I, I, they've seen it in a lot of younger younger kids. Um, there's been a couple studies. There's one out of Israel that thought maybe the proteins on the heart were similar to the spike protein of the virus. Huh. So interestingly, you can get myopericarditis from the virus from or the virus. vaccine. Yeah. So I think what their thought is that there's similar proteins on each, the virus and the myocardium. So when you start making antibodies to fight off the infection, that's when you get the myopericarditis. So their thought is you're going to get it with one or the other. I guess you could try not to get the virus. So that that's what the thought is at this point. But, you know, is it a side effect? Is it because you're making antibodies? Regardless, nobody wants to have it. But I guess the cases that so far have occurred from the vaccine have been pretty mild. The issue is when yeah. you get it from the virus, it's been pretty, pretty significant. Mm. Wow. All right. Uh Tracy says, thanks for coming on, on the show and answering all these questions from all uh, from all of us. Love having you as a doctor. Oh, for our thanks, family. Tracy. I appreciate that. Tracy watches every show. Yeah, she's the bomb. Yep. Uh, EJ, Catlin, uh, you can't walk straight, let alone see straight pull the garage. <laughs> uh, Maddie says, thank you. That makes sense. Um, You're welcome. Do you still have to wait 90 days? Yes, correct. After yes. you said that. Yes. yes, that's a yes on that one. Uh, thoughts on vaccines for kids 10 and under. My kids have had it in early November. You're saying yes to kids, right? Getting it? I do. I think it's safe for kids to get it. You know, now if they've had it before and you think they have their own immunity, then again, I think it, you know, if you wanted to wait a, a little while until the immunity wear down, um, you can do that. And why would you do that? I guess the longer you wait, the more information there'll be out as far as side effects. You know, most vaccine side effects are going to happen within 90 days. Yeah. So, you know, the silver lining is hundreds of millions of people have gotten the vaccine and they've done pretty good. As far as kids, you know, millions have gotten, they've done okay. So I, I think it's safe. Um, with that said, if they've had the infection in early November, then I think it's okay to wait a little while because they have their own immunity and it's going to last, you know, I would think nine to 12 months. But now with these... You know, variants kind of like Omicron, you're you're going to get breakthrough or reinfection, so they can get reinfected. But again, it'll be kind of like having the vaccine because they're going to have their own immunity to help fight that off if they get a variant that has Makes mutated sense. enough to cause reinfection. Cool. Uh, all right, let's see here, uh, Maddie. Can your immune system be negatively impacted by having too many antibodies to COVID? Can you get like over 
over vaccinated or over antibodies. You're not going to have too many antibodies. And there's like rare circumstances where when you have antibodies and you get infected, um, you're going to get like a super infection. But that's pretty rare. And it's not really related to over vaccine. So I'm going to say no to that. Okay. Uh, lastly, why is everyone trashed in JJ Vax? My son got it in April. And his antibodies are off the charts and never had COVID. Actually, almost everyone I know that had the antibodies that got JGA has maintained protection very well. And they were vaxxed in April. Yeah. No, I would agree with that. The J&J vaccine, um, the people that I've had that have been reinfected um, or had a breakthrough infection have done well. You know, it's the same yeah. reason to get any vaccine. They developed an antibody response. And when they got infected, they didn't get severely ill. And that's the reason to get it. So I think the reason, only reason why they're bashing it is and they're not really bashing it, but what they're saying is um, it's less effective than the Moderna or Pfizer. You're going to get more coverage with Moderna and Pfizer. Um, and then the second thing is there's more potential for side effects such as clotting. So I think if there's something out there that has less side effects and something that's more effective, then that would be the natural way to gravitate, I think. Yeah, we, we always, Maddie, we we always joke around about the uh, the JJ shot because I literally got the shot because my wife and my mom made me go do it. So I just went and got the JJ shot. And like the next day is when like two or three people had like side effects and like died from it. Yeah, and they right. took it off the market. But again, it was just like two or three people, all those people. And then, yeah. you know, it wasn't a big deal. So, all right. Uh, do you believe after positive is acceptable? After five days of positive, is it re- acceptable to return to work? CD says, so I, but I feel it's not enough. Yeah. I mean, I, I question that, you know, I think the reason why they did the five days is because it gets, you know, um, workplaces in less of a bind. It yeah. helps, you know, the, that's the terrifying. system continue to go as far as that is terrifying. the workforce, thing, you know? So I think that's why that decision was made. If you look at science, if you're vaccinated, you shed for five to six days. If you're not vaccinated, you shed for about 10. So if you're not vaccinated and you get infected, that's kind of tough. So the current recommendation is, just to be clear, if you are infected at day five, if you have zero symptoms, then you can come out of quarantine. However, you should wear a mask at all times for the next five days. Yeah. So for 10 days, um, you know, you're still going to, at least be protecting by wearing that mask. But the first five days you stay home, you quarantine as usual. If you have zero symptoms after day five um, or at day five, then then you can go out, but you should wear a mask. If you have symptoms after day five, uh, you should quarantine for a full 10. There you go. But yeah, I, I, I prefer 10 because I think it'll decrease spread. You're at the end of your day 10 today. Right? Technically, it has been a full 10 days because <laughs> so, I, he's in the studio with me right now. The, the concept of technically, day zero. My official, my official 10 days would have been today at like 1 o'clock. <laughs> so technically, I, I am past the 10 days. Oh, good Lord. Uh, V2, Maddie says same thing. Yeah, she must have got it right after I did. Pull it off the market. Uh, antibodies on no, no need to boost. Uh, go back. Nino, did you hear anything? Um, there have been a couple uh podcasts floating around from the doctor who actually created the mRNA vaccine and he got kicked off of a lot of social medias because he was 
not he's not anti-vaccine, but he was basically they said he was like spreading word that you I don't know, spreading fear of the vaccine. He was just basically saying that, like, if you get natural antibodies, you're just it's just as good as the vaccine. But uh, he was on a couple podcasts that have been going crazy. Um, well, I haven't seen it, but, but someone sent me a Joe Rogan podcast today. I want to. That's 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 the one. That's got to be the one you got to watch. It's the guy who created the mRNA bad. vaccine. Very very interesting. Um, some of the stuff he says, but I don't know, man. I don't know what to believe anymore, honestly. Um, I had vertigo for a month straight up in June. I was off work. Wait, uh, off work for a month with a bunch of neurological problems. Neuro- neurologist suggested I had COVID possibly. It was a long hauler problem. It's potential. I guess you should, I don't know if you knew you had the infection or not. Did you have, did you have coronavirus? Did you get tested, uh, Caitlin? Uh, yeah, go ahead and answer, Caitlin. We'll see. Uh, thank you for the answer. I'm killing ill. Feel better. What kind yeah, of mask should be better. worn? What kind of mask should be worn? Nina? Yeah, I mean, I'm not a, I think if you want to give yourself a chance, you know, N95s are hard to find. They're not real comfortable, but the K- KN95s are pretty, pretty good as far as filtering, and they're pretty comfortable to wear. That's what I wear in the office now. It's as you know, said in the past, you wear, to stop cloth mask, I think. Thank you. I appreciate Jody. I think you know what happens is you wear those cloth masks. They don't necessarily. They don't stop the sputum. The sputum, right? The sp- <laughs> right. I mean, they're just not as effective. That's better than nothing, but they're not as effective. So, I would stop either wear a surgical sputum. mask or a KN95 mask. But it's sputum, right? That's the what you're trying to stop. (laughs) (laughs) I learned that from the first time he came on, and I still remembered it. (laughs) Uh, Let's see here. At the at the time, there was no way to get her tested. It was beginning of the pandemic, so they kept her off work to be safe. I got nothing. We shut down. Uh, Okay, this is not a COVID cough. I have something in my throat. (laughs) Are you you coughing? (laughs) Oh my God, Nino, he's coughing. He's not even out of quarantine. He's dead. There's something in my throat. You're going to get it. Hold your breath. You can hold that up the whole time. No, I just seriously, I'm terrified to cough though. All right, we're at an hour 15. Let's wrap this thing up. Nino's going to work. If she wants to know about if she had it, I would get an antibody test. Antibody test. It'd still pop up? It could. Now look, how long ago was the infection? Should people get antibody tests prior to boosting? I I don't think so. I mean, studies show that the immunity wanes for the mRNA vaccines. We know it wanes at about four or five months. At six months, you know, it it, it really starts to decrease. Same thing for the Johnson Johnson vaccine. They have actually approved a booster two months after that. So if you had a prior infection, we know that you last immunity probably nine to 12 months. Yeah. Um, but if you get a vaccine, that's going to subside. And the thing about these antibody tests, the number, we don't necessarily know exactly what that means. <clears throat> so especially if you're vaccinated, we know through testing that with vaccination, your your immunity wanes. And especially, you know, after six months, actually, if you look at the J&J, it started weaning a little bit sooner than that, like three months. So they even recommended a vaccine at two months. So um, if you are infected and have natural immunity, then the answer to that question, I think could be yes. If it's from a vaccine, you know, there's multiple studies that show that it decreases in time. I would get a booster regardless yeah. of your number after a vaccine. <clears throat> I mean, if you got the first shot, right. I mean, 
and you're you know the numbers are going to drop it's not going to like you said it's not going to hurt to get another one right yeah uh if you're if you still have symptoms after 10 days it's safe to go back to school or work as long as there's no fever so if you have cough congestion that can last well over 10 days you should have no fever for 48 hours if you're still having fevers then you shouldn't go back and you should be reevaluated by your doctor there you go. Yeah, uh, when I first got, the first time I got COVID, it was it was pretty miserable were, for a solid up. for a solid twelve days. Yeah, you were. Yeah, we were, we were doing podcasts. Uh, we were, do you remember? I don't know if you watched any of this. Like he was like dying. It was bad. Yeah, that was bad. The first round sucked. Uh, sure. Like you're vaccinated, you have pineapple bath immunity. Uh, I don't know about you, but I'm pretty sure the pineapple taking bath with that pineapple. Oh, it, yeah, me from and that thing stuff. might have co- it had COVID. We'll watch that video right uh, when we're done. That'll be the last thing we do tonight because I have it on here just for fun. Being next to that pineapple had to be like a vaccine. Oh, yes. dude, it stunk. Exactly. It was like moldy and ugh. Uh, I'm eight months out as sun antibodies through the roof, no prior infection. Uh, she said, "Thank you, Doctor Nino, and I thank you as well, and you too, Emma Lobros. You're welcome, sir. You're welcome, uh, Schuster. Not like." Uh, well, <clears throat> well, Nino, we appreciate it as always, man. Sure. Um, are you taking, you. are you still taking patients? Sure. We're busy uh, over there, but we're still taking new patients. All right. Yeah. So, uh, Poland medical center in Poland. Uh, what is that off of Klingen, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Off of Klingen, yeah. uh, Poland medical center. You can call a bunch of great doctors over there. Uh, great pharmacy. I've officially done all my paperwork and Nino is officially my doctor for the first time ever having like a doctor in my adult life. <laughs> Dr. Nino. <laughs> Dr. Nino. Um, great. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Uh, wait, well, we need a second booster vaccinated originally in February. Um, yes. Yes. Uh, you, so she was vaccinated in February, had a, a booster. Will we need another? We don't know that yet. It looks like it could be, but we don't have the answer to that. So if she had a vaccine in February and got one booster, then the answer, do we need another booster? We don't know that yet. Possibly. Isn't isn't Israel already testing like a fourth shot or something? They are. Yeah. It's coming. But we'll see. I think I think, you know, we'll let the time time tell that answer. Um hold on, keep talking, Isaac. Okay, no problem. But the, the video from well thank you We're, we don't have to keep you any longer yeah, Dr. You know, we you, appreciate- work, you work tomorrow <laughs> oh yeah i'm a late not night a guy though no sweat not a hat Wait, what's that i'm pretty much a late night guy no sweat i get most of my good stuff good work done later this is good work by the way there. by the way nino um I, I don't know if i've ever told you while sober but really <laughs> really appreciated that taco bell when we had the party here on thanksgiving Eve. oh yeah absolutely <laughs> Oh, dude, that was amazing when you brought in the tacos. And then he offered to drive me home? Yeah. What a guy. He is is the best. Well, Nino, we appreciate you coming on, uh, as always. Uh, Everybody, thanks for for tuning in. Uh, We'll have Nino on again, right, Nino? A couple months? I don't think it's ever going away, so I'm sure we'll have much more to talk about. We'll have more stuff coming on uh, and more Nino coming on. Everybody, thanks for watching. We are going to end this with the pineapple video. Yeah, go ahead. I, we'll, we'll bring Nino back on. Wait, what do you think? We, we got to kick Nino out of the studio. All right, Nino, any, anything, last words you'd like to say? No, it's all good. I appreciate you guys. <laughs> we appreciate you too, Nino. We appreciate you too, buddy. We haven't kicked anybody because everybody's been in our studio. It's been a while. All right, uh, everybody, again, loan officers, we'd love to help you out. Uh, we will end on this video.
We'll see everybody later. Let's make this. A I think we'll talk to Nino when they release the fourth booster, which is only a matter of time. Or the, the, the next booster. You want to bet me? That's what we'll do. All right. Everybody, hey, uh, come to the Phantoms and don't forget about our podcast tomorrow. Bye, everybody. Bye. Internet, internet doesn't like it. Let me take it down and bring it back up. <laughs> oh, okay. Falling apart. Tattoos. Smoking. Ladies lingerie. I mean, I'm not to judge. I'm not, I'm not going to judge. You want to wear ladies lingerie and underwear and bras and stuff, that's fine. But you're doing it on the corner of the street. People are going to assume things. I need to know. I want to help you. You know what? I'm going to help you. We're going to be friends, and I'm going to help you pull it together. We got this, buddy. You have to wear a seatbelt. End of story. You're so annoying, dude. I, I swear. Hold on. I'll just put it on. Just stop. Oh, my God. You smell. You smell so bad. Oh, oh you smell like like cigarettes and, and blues. Right, just, just wear the seatbelt, please. So annoying. It's ridiculous. You gotta wear that blue a little bit from I know, I don't like Dunkin' Donuts either, but the stupid village has such zoning laws that you can't freaking businesses can't really come in there and open up new shops. I know it's stupid. I, we've been trying. Shoot, I'm surprised you didn't get a freaking ticket yet for scanning on the corner. Hi, I'll help you. Uh, yeah, can I get a uh, medium coffee with uh, almond milk in it? And do you have anything with pineapple in it? No, we do not. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll just take another coffee then. Do you have any cash? Uh, yeah, you're right. You probably don't. And I've got down to Electric Avenue. And then we're taking higher. Who is the name in one country? Cool. All right, thanks. <laughs> they didn't say one thing. She looked at me really weird. And they still can't feed everyone. Oh no, we gotta rock down to Electric Avenue. And then we'll take it higher. So look about the underwear and, and the thong. I know you think it's good, but it's not. Those are for underneath your clothes. And when you stand in the corner, like we talked about before, it doesn't look good. So we're going to have to do something with those. Right? Now, how the heck am I supposed to get you clean? Got any ideas? See? 
is nice. You don't gotta be outside anymore. Work in the streets. Hot bath. Perfect. You don't need alcohol, cigarettes. Tattoos are good, man. Dude, seriously, you can stay with us. We'll put you in our office. You can just hang out. Studio. Akeel's there. MLO bros. No. I I don't wanna I don't wanna send you back. Listen, Poland, I'm putting him back. I wanna keep him really bad. He's cleaned, he's washed, he's detattooed. Move him around, have fun with him, put him in different businesses, whatever. Don't desecrate the Poland pineapple. He's straight and narrow. Look, no tattoos, he's he's good to go. So take care of my friend. I'm, I'm gonna miss you, buddy. Electric Avenue, and then we'll take it higher. Out in the street. Out in the street. Out in the playground. No, seriously, I'm not taking my clothes off. Stop asking me. Electric Avenue, and then we'll take it higher. Hey, we gonna ride.